0: It is Monday, March 27th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today, presented to you by our friends over at Blast Motion. This dude is always a blast. The former major leaguer, Trevor Flew. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. As we are here, it is opening week. Are you ready, sir?
1: I've never been more ready for something in my entire life, C. Rosie. I thought I was going to like this week between the WBC And the start of the baseball season, I haven't liked it that much. Like, I'm ready for baseball to start. I'm seeing all these teams get on the plane. All these dudes, opening day roster. They got their fresh fit on. The hair's cut. Tyler Wade's putting a freaking picture of a bottle of Camus in his Louis Vuitton bag. (laughs) Like, relax a little bit, bro. We get it. You're in the show. Speaking of baseball
0: being back and uh, getting started, Are you ready to dominate the plate this season? Well, Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution. It is trusted by more MLB, college, and travel ball teams than any other thing out there. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with each and every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. So if you take a swing... You don't like what you see or you love what you see. You can make improvements. You can stay the same. That's the deal. Blastmotion.com. Enter the code word today. You're going to check out and save 10 bucks. Unlock your potential with Blast. Go do it today. Uh, We will continue on with our preview of the American League West, which, of course, is home to the defending champion Houston Astros. But first, I do want to touch on this. A big weekend for our friends in the John Boy Media office because Anthony Volpe did make the team. Sounds like he's going to be your starting shortstop at the beginning of the 2023 season. However, is that bigger news than them missing yet another piece of the rotation as Luis Severino goes down with what they're calling a minor lat issue?
1: Now, I talked to our guys, Jimmy and Jake, about this, and I asked them straight up, what do you guys think the bigger news is? And it kind of shocked me the way they answered it, because in my mind, Volpe breaking with the team, there's so many similarities between like the Jeter thing. The Yankees have always played the time card with the, with their prospects. They want to have that extra year control, but Volpe did enough in spring training to break with the team. He's going to be the shortstop, which means Peraza's got sent out. And I think Peraza is an everyday big leaguer in my mind. So I think that's a big deal. But for them, they said for the season, it's Seve going out with the lat injury that affects the season more than Volpe. They already had shortstops. They had a bunch of options. He's going to be the shortstop. Obviously, we're very excited to see this guy play. Uh, but that rotation has taken some hits, man. Like what was a, a strength? And, and people were saying that might be the best rotation in baseball. And now we're going to hit Rodon. He's already throwing bullpens, but you, you don't want to see injury concerns right off the bat with him. And now Sebby having to fill those spots at the beginning of the year, uh, I think is probably the bigger story going into the year.
0: When the calendar flipped to 2023, you did look at that rotation once Rodon signed, and you were like, okay, this is big time. It's one of the best in baseball. You could even make an argument that it be best. 60% of it will not be there at the end of this week, right? We've kind of given up on Frankie Montas. They, you know, Yankee fans. I have say, not well, given up on
1: Frankie Montas. A...
0: Well, I think if you, if you were to ask a lot of the Yankee fan base, they have. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Um, here's the thing about Seve. There is no such thing as a minor lat issue. There just isn't. I mean, I, I suppose a doctor could say yeah, it's a minor lat issue. That thing can linger last year, even though they say it was more severe, it cost him two months of a season. And it's just, you never know. I, we all know that the Yankees are very, very good, right? They're the defending division champs. I get all that stuff. You never know which two weeks of the season can sway you from being a division champ to a wild card to being on the cusp of not making the wild card. You just don't know. You can look back on those games in early April and say, boy, that, that really cost us. So I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I I'm excited for the kid Volpe. I loved, the, you know, him Getting the hug from Boone and being told he was making the team, just like Jordan Walker in St. Louis, I love those things. I'm a sucker yeah. for those. But he's going to be hitting ninth, and we'll see where he goes from there.
1: You, know, I want to say he here in the here in the spot. He went in the oh, spring and did it, and everything I've seen uh, on this guy on the web. I don't know him personally, um, but he just acts like he's a yankee shortstop doesn't he like everything's Absolutely. so professional right. i don't want to say g duress because i feel like that's such a that's unfair to put that on this kid and i know we're going to because there's it was his fair player and young shortstop and i i, I get that uh, but let's let this guy like breathe a little bit if he struggles out the gate relax okay like he's going yeah. to be a good big leaguer just give him some time
0: yeah i mean the similarities are easy right he's joining a team which has been you know, in the playoffs that has had a World series drought that's gone on. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to see him, and I'm happy for him. He also gives the Yankees some athleticism, some ability to run the bases, stuff that has not been there in recent years. All right, with all that being said, it is time to get to our American League West preview, and we're going to start at the top and work our way down. So the Astros are trying to become the first repeat champion since the Yankees of 98 through 2000. In case you haven't been paying attention, they have also made it to six straight ALCSs, which is remarkable. So you're going to be more surprised, Ploof, if Houston wins it all again, or if they miss out on the league championship series.
1: This freaking team, Rosie. Uh, I will answer your question straight away. Uh, I'd be more surprised if they didn't make the ALCS. I mean, winning the World Series is a whole different thing, but like you said, 6 times in a row. It's not a given, but let me say that again. 6 times in a row, that's insane. Awesome. And then by June when, you know, they're at full capacity and they're like winning series after series, I think people are going to remember just how like good this roster set up. I don't think they have a weakness and in my opinion it's the most complete roster in baseball. And Rosie, I can even spin the Altuve, Altuve and Brantley injuries for you in a positive way. You want to hear it? Please. Your guy, Hensley and then Yanier Diaz, they're going to get some meaningful playing time at the beginning of the season. And it's only going to help them come to the playoff push. I mean, uh, I think this team is absolutely incredible. The organization is absolutely incredible. And I have a comparison for you. You know that beach house you have in the Hamptons? These dudes are just like it. The windows are always open. There's no freaking end in sight for this team. <laughs> ALCS 10 times in a row for the Astros.
0: I think the one thing that'll be interesting as they continue to revamp their roster over the years is what's going to happen with Kyle Tucker. I think he's the one that could walk like right in his prime where you're like, Ooh, that one hurts, but that's for another day. And then another discussion, because I think he believes he's a $200 million baseball player. He certainly looks the part and plays the part, but that is not the Astros M.O with the way that they wrap guys up they're in the hundred million dollar range and the low to mid hundred million not the high hundred million they will let you walk um i would agree with you here i just think there's too much that can go wrong you know we've seen them lose the world series both to washington in 2019 and the braves in 2021 so yeah you're like well it's only one more series why don't you take why don't you say it Well, it hasn't happened now in almost a quarter of a century. This is the longest drought we've had in the history of the sport since we started playing the World Series without a repeat champion. I don't know, man. I'm just going to – I guess I'll play the odds and just say, yeah, Houston, I'll see you in the ALCS for the seventh straight year.
1: I I mean, it's – something would have to go drastically wrong. I know they they played a really close uh, playoff series, even though they swept the uh, Mariners. That was a very close series. So, I mean, once you get into playoffs, anything can happen. But like I said, this is the most complete roster in baseball. And when 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 it's crunch time, guess who has the most experience out of any team in baseball? It's these guys. They do not yeah. back down. They don't care about the moment. They've been there, done that. And I'm telling you, that is massive uh, come playoff time.
0: Absolutely. By the way, there, we didn't even bring up the fact that they could be usurped atop the division, right? We Do either one of us think that they're – not going to win the AOS? I
1: think they're going to win the AOS. Uh, Mariners, come prove us wrong.
0: Okay. I think, I think, I think
1: for the first time, they have a shot. Might not be a great shot. Might be like a half-court
0: shot, but they got a shot. Speaking of, Seattle erased its 21-year playoff drought last season, even won a series up there in Toronto. Where do the Mariners rank in the American League? Pecking order, not the division pecking order, the American League. Very high. Uh,
1: and I'm gonna go into this exercise, Chris. assuming that like all rosters are at full strength. That means the Astros and some of these other teams that are dealing with some injuries. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going into it like that. I still think they're a top five team in the AL. I have uh the Astros, the Yankees, and I think even the Blue Jays ahead of them. And then I think it's like them and the Rays. Uh sorry about your Guardian. Sorry about my twins. Uh so definitely high on the list. <laughs> And the, exp- the expectations are, are, are very high there, obviously. Uh, the pitching staff is incredible. Uh, they have some of the best depth in baseball. They're six starters deep at the big level, plus a bunch of guys waiting in the wings. Uh, their bullpen's incredible. Um, they have a ton of guys on the way, too, in that department. Like, their, their pitching staff, rotation and bullpen is just absolutely stacked. I think the offense, though, uh, is a little bit more uncertain. It's not bad. It's just, like, uncertain. I think we're going to see some ups and downs from them. Uh, but overall, I think they're they're here to stay for their foreseeable future, just like the Astros. I think that's that's going to end up being uh, a, a fight there in the years to come. But because of the offense, I think I'm going to put them I, – I put them five. I put them five. I think the Rays above them.
0: Houston, Yankees, Seattle. Okay. I got them third. I love that rotation. I think a full year of Castillo and the young guys in Gilbert and Kirby knowing that they're here they're here to stay there's n- nothing to prove you're a part of the party yes the bullpen was very good last year they did trade Eric Swanson in the Teoscar deal I'm curious about how Teoscar plays out there they did pick up AJ Pollock who came off a very healthy season um I love I'll tell you what I love One thing that people don't like to talk about. I love their defense up the middle. Yeah. I think you'll be hard-pressed to find a better foursome than Raleigh behind the dish, Crawford, Colton Wong, and J-Rod. I I love that defense up the middle. I'm good with it. Uh, Yes, the, the Mariners were a lot of either hit the ball over the wall You know, let's not manufacture a ton of runs. I don't think they had a great batting average last year. I'd have to look at their OPS again. But um, I think they're the third best team going in, even though they didn't make a ton of offseason signings. You know, trades, yes. Signings, not so much.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I have no problem if you put him there. I think, like I said, I have have the Blue Jays above them. I'm kind of a believer in them, uh, especially this year. I think they're going to sneak up on a lot of different teams. And then the Rays, for me, they're always an enigma for baseball fans because you kind of like – they don't have a bunch of household names, but I think they're starting to get some there and the rotation's looking really good. So I I just have them on that tier. I would put them on the same tier as the Blue Jays and the Rays. I just have them slightly above. Just because the offensive depth, I think. The offensive depth there is, is not what it needs to be. And I guess you could say that for the Rays too, but it's a good team. Seattle Mariners fans, we love you. We think your team is good. I'm sorry for pronouncing them dead. I'm not apologizing anymore.
0: That's the last one. Do you really feel bad when you're saying that, though? Or are you just doing it to just kind of cover your bases?
1: No, I do. I mean, that, I, I never wanted to be that guy that says, like, writing off teams in the, you know in June, I think I said that. But, man, I saw them, and I was so excited to root for them, and they just were playing so poorly. And the Angels came into town, and Mike Trout killed them. So I said it, and then I had to eat my words. And that's, that's why I never wanted to be that guy, because you do end up eating your words at some point. Uh, but now you guys are out of that level. It's perform or don't perform now. There's no cute Cinderella story for the Mariners anymore.
0: That is true. Angels coming off their best finish in the Shohei era, third, <laughs> even though they only won 73 games. He, of course, I don't know if you heard, he's in a walk year, Trevor. So will Otani be playing his home games in Anaheim after the trade deadline?
1: I um, I go back and forth on this a lot, and I've probably said a bunch of different things on this show, so I'm going to tell you where my head's at right now, c Uh In my mind, they're not going to be able to keep him for next year. I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so it does make sense to get something for him this year. The problem is you've constructed a pretty good squad uh, around him, and you're hoping to be in contention come late July. So how can you justify to your fan base that you care at all if you trade the best player on the planet? You just can't do it, right? If you're in contention, you can't trade Shohei Otani. And if you do, I'm mean, you're, you're going to lose a lot of fans. Uh, so if they're in contention, I believe he stays. And then they kind of just like pray during the off season. Um, but if they're out of contention, then all bets are off. And I see, you know, a bunch of teams coming. I don't know what a package would be for him because like it's just a rental. It's two months of Shohei. Um, but I'm I'm assuming it'll be a big package, like you have, C. Rosie. Um, but right now my gut is saying he'll be in Anaheim through the season because I do think they're going to be in contention come July.
0: Okay, let's play this out for a second. The first thing you said is you don't think he's coming back to the Angels in 2024, correct? I don't. I do not. Okay. Do you think the Angel fans are going to be pissed when he leaves anyway? Yes. Okay. So you are going to take a compensatory pick and say, boy, we gave it the old college try in 2023. You're going to take one little compensatory pick for Shohei Otani for arguably the most talented player that has ever played this game. Correct?
1: Yes, because if okay, go ahead. Because
0: what? Because you think they can win it all? They're because going to be in contention might.
1: for the first time in how many years? For, 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 but we don't know them. that. Since I'm saying if they're in contention for the first time since they have Shohei and Mike Trout together, you can't trade Shohei Otani,
0: or you're going to lose the entire fan base, bro. You can't. I would agree that you're going to lose the fan base, but you're either going to lose them in July when you trade them. So what? You, you get, get prospects or a
1: compensatory he... pick. Like, what, they're the same thing to me. And, and no, that's the not.
0: package they, is overwhelming, which is it going to be for two months? But has there ever been a player traded that's in his walk year quite like this ever? No, no, I agree with that. But I just don't know what the package is going to be. But you're trading for an elite starting pitcher and maybe the best hitter in your lineup. You're trading for both of those. You don't think there's a team that would give up something. Are they going to say no? And by the way, it might be a team that wants first crack at signing him, too.
1: I get that.
0: And I'm assuming
1: they're going to throw a King's Ransom at the Angels. I, But like we don't know that for sure. You know these rentals don't. And we've had elite guys. There's never been I a rental like this. I, I understand. Trust me. Shohei Otani, God right now. But we've seen really, really good pieces being traded that only have two months. And you get, you get a decent return. But I do also believe that you throw the qualifying offer at them, and they love those draft picks. They do. I think he's going to be there if they're in contention. Like I believe they will be. I think he stays throughout the year. I do. I'm ripping the You can't the fucking off. trade him. You can't trade him if you're in contention. Serious wild card. Say you say they're like six in the sixth spot or something like that, or the seventh spot. Mm-hmm. How many teams freaking make okay. the playoffs now? Six. Okay. Say they're like fifth or sixth spot, and they trade Shohei Otani, What's Mike Trout going to do? He's going to walk into the Maybe office, keep the freaking ask for a trade. desk over. And say, I'm out. I'm not playing anymore.
0: Yeah, you're you're not invited to the new golf course I'm opening with Tiger Woods in 2025. That's what he's going to say. I mean, I dude, get it. can you imagine? I understand. I understand all of it. I really do. And this is going to make Angels fans nuts. But you have put yourselves in this situation. You have put yourselves in the situation where you're either going to get a compensatory pick or you can go handpick which guys you want in your organization the next few years. You don't have to wait for a draft. You say, I want that guy. I want that guy. I want that guy. I'm telling you, I think that they could get the biggest haul in the history of, of walk guys.
1: I mean, maybe, Well, you know what? You did this. You got me all fired up. You could have asked a different question about the Angels. You could have said, Hey, yeah. let's talk about how the outfield is is looking. Hunter Renfro's a stud. Taylor Ward's looking oh, to yeah. build off a freaking career year. And you got Mike Trout. How about that starting rotation? It's better than they've had in many years. Are these guys gonna be in contention? Instead, you went with Shohei and you got me all upset, man.
0: Because that's obviously Hunter Renfro's arrival is the biggest story in Anaheim this year. Can I, I want <laughs> I'm gonna put a period on this. I am rooting for him. I'm rooting for them to be in first place at the trade deadline because I want to see our best players. not play going to be first in first place at the tra- last. I know, but <laughs> I'm just telling you what I'm rooting for. What I'm rooting for and what's going to happen are two totally different things. Either that or my Cleveland baseball team would have had 20 World Series by now. So um, it's very simple. I want things to go well in Anaheim this year. If he walks, he walks, but it's not going to be. So they're going to have, Perry's going to have a decision to make. He's going to have a decision to make at the end of July. And I'm going to tell you something. If he just lets him play out the season, it's going to be the wrong one. Let's move.
1: Honestly, on. they are if they don't sign him back, which I don't think, and it's a lose-lose situation for them.
0: Of course it and is. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think you it's, keep him. And you give should him never I, have gotten to this point. Keep him and give him like a proper send-off. Or I don't. What's a proper send off? Proper send-off.
0: Proper send-off. Rangers continue their spending spree by revamping the starting rotation in the off season. Is it an organizational failure if they don't at least seriously contend for a wild card this season?
1: Yes. If they don't contend for a wild card spot, it's a failure. There's no other way to put it. c Uh They've just like been building and building and building over there. The roster that's changed. Um, the manager's changed. The front office has changed. The stadium has changed. But the results haven't. And I'm going to hit you with a stat here. I gave it to the people uh, uh, at the end of the Talking Baseball episode. I saw it in an article. If they win on opening day, see, Rosie, it'll be the first time they've been over 500 in almost three freaking years. Oh. People, people in people in Texas, they're patient. But I think it's wearing thin. Uh, And now they've got the talent. They've got names on the roster. So it's time to go. They better be contenting this year.
0: I'll say this. The Rangers are, are, on one hand, it's miserable that they play in the same area as the Dallas Cowboys. And on the other hand, when you stink, nobody notices. That's just kind of the way. And the Rangers have stunk lately. In fact, only the Royals, Tigers, Angels, and Pirates have a longer playoff drought than your Texas Rangers. And none of those teams spend the way that the Texas Rangers have in the last couple of off seasons. I couldn't believe this, but I decided to look it up. They have six guys making at least $15 million this year. Six, including a few guys who are way up there in the financial stratosphere. The Dodgers, the almighty Dodgers, have four guys earning at least $15 mil this year. Only four. I'm saying, so I'm saying. <laughs> it is time. You brought in Bruce Brochi out of retirement. He could have just been hanging out on his ranch or whatever he does. Instead, he's come back and, oh, well, you know, DeGrom's good. We've got some other guys ready to step up. You know, he's ready. He wants to win again. He didn't come out of this thing to delay his hall. By the way, they should have put him in the hall during the time that uh, he was down and out. They should have used that say time, that. you know drives me nuts um but that's a tangent i don't want to get off on right now yes rangers if you're not competing at the end of september i don't know what the hell we're doing anymore then you're at least stephen cohen is taking his half billion dollar payroll and tax team and they're in contention the rangers you're just spending money and running on a treadmill we're not going anywhere that's what I'm saying.
1: They've just been building and building and building there. Like eventually you gotta like, you gotta win. You gotta do it. Yeah. And yeah, but they're in a tough spot. They're in a tough division. Like we just talked about tough the...
0: spot. I tough don't know, spot? man. I'm
1: trying to put lipstick on a pig here. Be better. I, I don't, I don't believe in this team. I don't. I know I know they got some faces there. There's like you just mentioned, there's a lot of guys making some money there now. It just doesn't seem like it's gelled yet. Or is going well? That's why
0: they brought in Bochy. We'll see if it works. Uh, Finally, in the AL West, the lowly A's. Unfortunately, the headline story all season long is going to be Las Vegas this, Las Vegas that. I don't want to do that to these people. That's not fair to do to your fan base. So, for the A's fans that are listening right now, give me one baseball thing to be excited about. You improved. The same thing.
1: You improved at a bunch of different positions and you kind of like, uh, I don't know, man, you sent me this question. And I kind of was like deciding on how to answer it. And the truth is they don't have much to be excited about up there. They really don't their stadium and their ball. Their ball club is seemingly going to be taken away from them. Their team is going to stink. Even if you go to the Coliseum, it's not, it's not fun to go there. I respect the hell out of the fans that are in the stands there and the bleachers and all the passion that they have up there, but it is just just—it's not a fun place to be right now. So The only thing that you can really rely on is, hey, let's see some of the other guys, the other teams that come in. You're opening up against Shohei Otani. That's cool. You're going to get to see him quite a bit until Rose says they trade him, but there's not a lot to be excited about. There really isn't, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Tyler Wade's on your team. He's a good looking dude. they got a couple of young guys that might come up. Great. That happens all the time up there, but other than your awesome uniforms and your white cleats, I don't I don't know what there is to be excited about if you're an Oakland A's fan. And I and I hate that I have to say that, but that's the truth.
0: I'm trying to get on the uh, the catching bandwagon, even though you just traded one of the better catchers in the sport to Atlanta. Okay. Right? I mean, A's fans date back 50 years to the days of Gene Tennis back there, the '80s run, uh, an All Star Game MVP and Terry Steinbach. Then we got. You know, over the last decade, I believe in Steven Vote and then Murphy and now Shane Langleyers. He was the centerpiece in the Matt Olson deal a few years ago from Atlanta. A high draft pick. I called voter. He's a big believer in him. Big. You lost Steven Vogt to the pop. Mariners.
1: I'm sorry. Like, what are we doing?
0: I know. I know. But that's just to get some experience there until... I, I can't do that. i not going to take do Kotze's job. job. I love it. Hey, Mark Kotze is awesome. That. Love that. I love it. Here's Kotze. the guy.
1: This is what I was going to say before I decided to answer it in the way I did. I read up on this guy named Mason Miller, who just okay. throws cheese. And these are like, they have some good young prospects and you might see some of them this year, but like, I feel like ace fans don't want to hear that because that's pretty much all they ever hear. These guys are good. Here's the
0: next wave. And then bam, they're gone. It's tough, man. No. So- Here's how bad it is for A's fans. I'm not here to pile on, but this is how I judge it. Two of my closest friends at NFL Network are a pair of producers, uh, Alex Maloney, Drew Christensen, who are huge A's fans. Huge. Over the decade plus that we have worked together, they've had some very high times out there, right? Sure. Some really good playoff teams, all sorts of fun stuff. I believe at least one of them, if not both, didn't renew – their MLB package. That's how distraught they are over this situation. And I think that they're not alone. That's how I judge it. But I tried to give you something in Chain Langoliers. There you go. Uh, what do you have coming up here on John Boy Media? Uh,
1: our position units draft. Episode we recorded this morning. It'll be out later today on Wednesday. We're doing our prop pet episode, which is I think is my favorite episode of the year because we th- there's a lot of fun stuff uh, that we go over there. Uh, so check that out. And then you and I are going to be recording a bunch of these things, a bunch of previews. Yes,
0: yep. We got uh, NL East on Tuesday, uh, AL East on Wednesday, and then we're going to do a uh, a crazy fast paced opening day episode where I think I'm going to tinker with the idea of asking a question of each of our 15 games that day and we can do it in 29 minutes and 30 seconds i believe we can but we'll see uh also the latest episode of the rose rotation with vinnie pasquantino of team italia and the kansas city royals out we put out a clip today about how crazy it was playing against shohei in japan uh he's got a lot of other interesting stuff my wife actually helped him find um a new snack in town in kansas city uh yeah yeah, that was that was an interesting discussion. So there's some good food
1: in Kansas City. My goodness. I gained some weight in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, well, I gained some weight um all whatever city I'm in. All right, that'll do it for us for the one of a kind producer Dan Ruin. And my man, Trevor Ploof. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Tuesday on baseball today.